For more than two decades, Corporate Realty in New Orleans has used recipes and food stories to market its real estate business and its properties. Being on the mailing list has become a coveted accomplishment. We talked to the company's president, Mike Siegel. It's on tip of the tongue. Welcome to Tip of the Tongue, a podcast on the Nitty Grits Network, where we explore the intersection of food and drink and museums. This is Liz Williams. We're here today with Michael Siegel, the president of Corporate Realty in New Orleans, a full-service realty company offering brokerage services, property management, and consulting services. And in addition to all that, he is a genuine New Orleans foodie. So welcome, Michael. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. So, Mike, one of the reasons that we are talking is because of your very generous donation of one of your marketing pieces that you've been doing for years and years now. Can you describe that to us? Well, we basically do a monthly mailer in which we announce all of our deals for the previous month. But the part that's much more interesting that we wrap it around food. And the reason we did that, you know, we're, uh, we're pretty good at what we do. We have a good real estate company and we work hard and we tried about 15 years ago to have a newsletter. You know, everybody wants to have a newsletter and talk about all the wonderful things you do. But newsletters are hard because a month rolls around very quickly and uh, I got to write something. I got to figure out what I'm going to say and make it interesting. So we did it for a while and it just it got to be a pain. And what we said, well, what we really want to do is just tell people the specific deals we're going to do. We're going to send out these announcements of just a list of deals. But that was kind of boring. Well, what do people really want? you know, want to read about, well, let's, let's talk about food because that's what we like. And that's what people in New Orleans like, and frankly, around the country, but especially here. So it went from being a newsletter to announcements of our transactions and our new business to an announcement of our transactions and new business, along with recipes and, and food stories. So that's kind of how it got started. And the, the best part, if you're going to do that, you know, you, whatever you're doing, you, you got to start off with something pretty good. I mean, you want to, you want to set the tone at the beginning. Right. And, and I will say this when we did it the first year or the first month, we had no intention or no idea that it would go on for 22 or 23 years or whatever we've been doing. it. This was just, this would be fun. Yeah. Let's, let's do that. I mean, and you turn around, I mean, I don't, it's hard to believe I'm 23 years old, much less I've been doing this for 23 years. But the first year when we said, all right, let's do this, we ended up doing it with Commander's Palace. So if you're going to do something, I mean, let's start it at the top. I'm friends with T. Martin and Ellen. My sister, Ellen, is best friends with T and especially good friends with Ella. And so we had access to them and we went to them and told them this crazy idea and being good friends and nice people and entrepreneurs at heart. They said, sure. So we were able the first year to 
work with T and work with Ella and get recipes from them and use that as the basis for going forward. So uh, and, that's and, how we got started. And what kind of response did you get from this? <laughs> Good. <laughs> you know, people are interested. I mean, you know, you send out something and the nice part, we're not sending it. This goes to our clients, to our potential clients, to our friends, to our connections. So this isn't this doesn't go to you know some little local list of people. This goes to between fifteen hundred and two thousand people locally and around the country. And so when we sent it out, people liked it. You know, it's, it's interesting. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm I would like to think, and I do think they look at our transaction announcements a bit. Uh-huh. They absolutely look at, you know, when you get something and, and it's about Commander's Palace and there's a recipe for, you know, uh, a commander salad or for turtle soup or whatever. I can't remember what we did the first year. You know, we did it monthly and it ended up actually being about eight to 12 times a year, but we'd send something out each month or so. And it's interesting. I mean, how can people not like it? And so, you know, we got a lot. I, I would tell you, we got a lot more emails and texts about that than anything else we do or we've ever done and as it's continued it's even more so i think people look forward to it and i run into people that we do business with oh i keep all of those recipes and i have a book of them (laughs) that's you know yeah no that's really a a testament to not only what a good idea it was but also to all the selections that you've made over the years so that you're really picking places and chefs that are resonating with the people that you're trying to contact well i'd like to think it's all of our transactions but i know that's not the case (laughs) and i'd like to think it's the idea and that's not really the case i mean people love food and they love new orleans they love new orleans food and you know you would think after 20 something years we might be running out of ideas or recipes I mean, it's fun. Every year, it's something different. We've never duplicated a concept or, you know, it's, there's plenty more. Well, I mean, for a while you were doing, say, a different chef every month. And that must have been very hard, much harder than having a more coordinated year. Yeah, I think we, you know, we started out again. It was pretty simple. I mean, we didn't really know what we were doing. And so we did commanders and then we did can't remember where what was second and third and fourth but galatoire and we did some restaurants and then we did some chefs it's now gotten to be we're we're trying to do maybe more something that's more timely uh-huh and more a, another layer to it um you know a little bit it's an opportunity for me and for us to have a soapbox of things we might want to talk about or things we want to promote. I mean, we did a few years ago, the theme was diversity. Mm-hmm. So we went and found, uh, you know, we didn't go to the regular old fantastic Creole restaurants here. We went to the, to uh, found the best uh, uh, African restaurant and, you know, a Korean restaurant. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it gives us an opportunity to do that. But I mean, it's been fun because we've done like I said, from restaurants to chefs to themes. I mean, we did food trucks mm-hmm. one year. We did, when I remember the year, Obituary Cocktail, the book came out. We did drinks. We did uh, chef's favorite gumbo recipes. 
and we went to different chefs and got them to give us their favorite gumbo recipe, not necessarily from their restaurant, but from, from somewhere. Two of the, my favorite ones, honestly, I mean, they're all, I mean, all of them are, have been fun, but I have to look and see five or six years ago. I can tell you, we did Ella Brennan, just Ella herself. Uh-huh. And it was really timely. And we actually not only talked about Ella, but we did the uh, Proust interview mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with her. Uh-huh. And I mean, she's just, you know, the most interesting person. So yeah. that was cool. And then we went to her, some of the chefs that had come through commanders and got recipes from them and from yeah. them. And then a couple of years after that, we did Leah Chase. Yes. yes. So I don't know how we top. No, top no I don't know how you can top those two. I, I think you're right. But it's been fun. I mean, and, and again, every year, roll around about this time of year, maybe another month or two from now, we start talking about and thinking about what are you going to do for next year? Mm-hmm. It, it takes a while. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm absolutely sure that it does. I have a million questions for you, but one question is a business question. And do you think that you may have gotten actual business, especially some sort of food related business because of this? In all honesty, I don't know. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> this, the, the truth is, look, I don't think this is about a direct outreach to get a phone call or to generate business directly. Okay. I do think it's, it is two things. One, if, if we want to call it marketing, it's soft marketing. I mean, it's, it's about putting the corporate realty name out there, putting our image out there. We want to be, you know, works, work and works hard. And, but we like to have fun and, Uh you know, you don't, they don't have to be separate. Right. So, you know, to, you know, to put us out there as, you know, it, it puts our name in front of a lot of people on a very consistent basis, which is hard to do, mm-hmm. you know, for 20 something years, you get something every month or every other month, at some point in time, you might actually look at it and go, oh, that's corporate realty. So hopefully it's a name recognition and kind of what I'd say, setting the plate, no pun intended, uh-huh. you know, for when we do chase business. Um, but the other thing is, I like doing it. It's fun. I don't really care if we're getting business. <laughs> I, don't, I don't quite mean that because it might be hard to justify what we spend and the time we spend. But it's, it is at least as much, if not more so, about doing something that I enjoy doing and we enjoy doing and our clients and friends and would-be clients and would-be friends enjoy getting. And hopefully there's some, there's some benefit. There has to be some benefit. Right. But it is not a straight line. One of the reasons that we're having this conversation, besides the fact that you you do this, which I think is wonderful, is that you have donated to us your entire archive of these works, marketing bits um, yeah. to us. And I'm really thrilled that we now have them and we can just continue to add the monthly pieces or however often they may come out to the collection on a regular basis, an ongoing basis now. And the thing that resonates with me is that it is a reminder of what NOPSI used to do. So for those people who don't know, 
NOPSI is the New Orleans Public Service Inc. And that used to be the company that handled our utilities and also the, the public transportation. And there was a sheet every month on a different color of, of paper that had recipes. Now, whether that was a recipe because they wanted you to cook on your newly bought electric stove or whatever, they knew even during the 50s and the 60s that people in New Orleans actually cared about food and they would pick up recipes out of a bus or whatever and pick up something when they went to Nopsy to pay their bill or However, they got it. They got the sheets on a regular basis and people collected them. They put three holes in it and put it into a a loose leaf binder. And many, many people find their aunt or their grandmother or whatever in some drawer or on some shelf, (laughs) this whole collection of Nopsy recipes. I love it. And this reminds me of that, but taken to a, a higher level. I think the technology makes it more possible for it to be a, a little bit more elaborate than what Nopsy was doing. They, they didn't have to go to a printer. I'm, I'm sure they did go to a printer to have a million of these things photocopied. It was pretty I, low production value from what I remember. I mean, yes. it was like they went to the, you know, to the mimeograph machine. No, before yes. Xerox, they, they were, were pink and they were purple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was it wasn't about production value. No, it wasn't. But that says something about the people of New Orleans. They weren't about the production value in the material. They just wanted it to have substance, and that's right. what they cared about. And some people have donated those papers to us, and the the old mimeograph sheets have faded. Uh, they're virtually impossible to read now because well, can you, you have, have you talked to somebody at Entergy or whatever? Do they have an archive? I wonder. No, of course not. They oh, don't. Come on. But I mean, we have we have many um, yeah. collections of these that we've been able to go through and amass. You know, yeah, uh, ones that are in better shape than others. But it's the same concept, and. I just, I just love that it's so important to people on an everyday basis. Just the idea of having that little rider's digest that you could take out of the holder in the bus or the streetcar, right. and there was a recipe in it. And people would keep it, not because of the information about the change in this schedule or whatever there was there. It was because it had a recipe that they kept yeah. I imagine it was the same for them. I mean, you know, at some point in time, somebody said, well, this will be a good way to get our information out there. And, you know, what do people want to really hear about food and recipes? And maybe they'll actually look at what we're sending them. But it is, I haven't really thought about it very much, but it is, I guess, kind of the same thing. I mean, for them, it was marketing hours. We, our production value is a little bit higher. It's much more targeted, but it's kind of the same thing. Well, it, it, it's interesting. It to the same, the same impulse in the public. Most people in New Orleans are, you know, <laughs> they're foodies, and that's what gets our interest. I mean, it's you, you know, it's kind of the standing joke. You know, at lunch, you know, what are you talking about? What you're gonna, what are you gonna have for dinner? <laughs> you know, 
No, that's so good. Did they, I know the Times Picayune did their recipes and did their cookbook. Was there ever a Nopsy cookbook? Yes, there was. There was a Nopsy cookbook. I and find it. We have a copy in our library. And it was done as a fundraiser. Nopsy gave some organization, I can't remember which one it is now. It might have been um, like a junior league kind of cookbook, well, kind of. No, it, I think it was done by, um, oh, I can't remember the name of it. Anyway, one yeah. of those, those public service organizations and um, Nopsy gave them permission to use all of the recipes and use their name. And then of course, Nopsy doesn't exist anymore. So right. uh, that's not even really an issue. <laughs> um, but yes, there is a collection, but it's not a collection of every thing you know right. it was edited down to some sorts of basic recipes and i i really do believe a lot of it was using an electric stove for the first time and showing people how they could use the electric stove differently than another stove and why that was they needed recipes for yeah. um, so i think how many years did nopsy do it I don't remember how many years. I think it was at least a long time. five. Yeah, it was a long time. It was definitely a long time. And uh, it was it was incredibly popular. And everybody talked about all the different colors. Oh, did you get the red one? Did you get the blue <laughs> one? You know, that kind of thing. Because it was it was an easy way to identify which one had just come out. And then you knew it was different because the color had changed. Right. It was, oh, this must be the new one. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. Fun. Great. And so do you have any ideas for the future of this? What, uh, what kinds of things have you thought about exploring, but really haven't done yet? Well, I can't tell you exactly. <laughs> okay. Now we're, you know, there, there's a bunch out there. I mean, you know, there, there's some restaurant tours. Uh-huh it would be interesting to talk about. There's some restaurants we've lost that would be interesting to look back at and try to get some recipes. I mean, personally, you know, I miss Uglisich's and I would miss Mandich's and I mean, there's a lot of them, but you know, to look back at that, yes. you know, I really want to do something about collaboration because I think that's what we do. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what, cooking is too i mean you may have a chef but it's about collaboration and working together and that's what dining is i'm also careful though it's good it's great to have an idea we have to have an idea that we can actually execute sure, you know sure. like how, we got to take if we have 10 of them in a year that's if that's 10 different restaurants that's 10 photo shoots and that's 10 people i have to contact and tell them this crazy idea and do they want to take part? And then 10 recipes we have to assemble. And, and we're a real estate company. I mean, this is what I'm, we're not publishers and we're not, so, you know, it, coming up with a concept that I think is timely, interesting, fun, and that we can actually do. And I, again, there's plenty of them out there. I, mean, I thought about going outside of New Orleans and do, you know, I want to go get my, see if I could go to some of my favorite restaurants in another city. Uh -huh. Then I'm like, now when I called, Danny Meyer and explain to him, you know, I want to get a recipe from Gramercy Tavern. He's going to go, huh? You, who are you? <laughs> you know, what are you doing? 
and I don't know. If, and and it's not New Orleans. We did one year. If if you've looked at them, we did uh, Frank Stitt. Yes. Birmingham connection because yes. we were doing a lot of business in Birmingham, and he's he has such spectacular restaurants. Mm-hmm. And he was hugely cooperative, and it was fun. And but I don't know. I, we'll come up with something. If you got any ideas, let me know. If you, what, well, what have we missed? How big is the circle that you draw around New Orleans? As big as we want to make it. I mean, I, I you know that that's if you're heading somewhere. I mean, getting outside of New Orleans and doing things around the state. Uh-huh. And, I mean, we talked about doing not to call road food, yeah, you know, um, like uh, diners and things. Diners, right? all, yeah, kind of in small towns and uh-huh. some of these places in out, like especially toward Lafayette and elsewhere, you go to these, you know, service stations. Oh yes, and they have the great food. food and <laughs> but yeah, I got to figure out something where I, I, I can find the people uh-huh. when I call them and explain what I'm doing because I'm usually the one. I, mean, I got a bunch of people that help me. I mean, I do not do it, but I, I tend to come up with the idea and it helps that I kind of make the first call because mm-hmm. it is a little bit out of the blue. Right. And it's not a marketing company that can call them for the most part. I have to give it a little bit of credibility and explain what we're doing and why we're doing it. So mm-hmm. I got to come up with things <laughs> that actually, when I make that call, I can find the people, I can make the call. They have recipes and not every place has recipes. That's right. Uh-huh. They just, they just cook it. You know, I'd love, we went at dinner a couple of years ago out at Alzina's. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'd love to do something, but I don't even know if that, you know, some find some places like that. I bet there's a dozen of those around Sure. Uh-huh. the state, Yes. but I don't know. So have you thought about a book? I have, but I don't know if it has enough. I mean, I, I do love it and I appreciate it. And we're, thrilled that you guys wanted the the mailers and the recipes and I think it's pretty interesting I don't know if it's interesting enough or 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 has enough depth for a book I mean I look at the number of them after 22 years and let's say we've done eight to ten years we got 200 recipes and these are the best chefs you know nobody's turned us down that's wonderful I mean we got recipes and you can get most of them somewhere else these days with with the internet you can find sure. them. Mm-hmm. but to have them all to have recipes from commanders and galacos and donald link and and i mean it just it it is it's pretty cool i don't know if, it, if it's worthy of a book to tell you the truth but you know one of the things that it does that is not necessarily the intention but is one of the consequences is that as people die, yep. as restaurants close and people are retire or whatever, um, you have a document that yes. documents them. And for some places that haven't been written about in various magazines or in the newspaper, there really is very little to document them. And I think that that's an important thing that you're doing, even though that's not why you're doing it. I, I do think that being able to find information about people who perhaps were not well documented is is one of the things that I think is important about this collection and why we want it in a public place so that people will be able to look at it and and have a, a little index of it and all of that because I think that is that is something that as I say, I think is partially unintended, but 
nevertheless, is an important aspect of what you're doing. Yeah, and it wasn't planned that way. But I, you're right. When you look back, mm-hmm. there's some, you know, I, I was just looking at something that you were talking. I mean, I've got a recipe in here that we had done from uh, Peristyle. Mm-hmm. From yeah. uh, what's her, Annie Kearney. And Kearney, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, I hadn't even thought of that. And I do have some stuff from Euglis. I have two of them, actually, from Annie Kearney. Her, I got to make that. Andouille chicken gumbo. Ooh, that's good that's really good yeah you know i don't know you know we'll see what we do with it I'm, I'm thinking about next year and not necessarily what the last 22 or 23 years have been but i hope to continue it and maybe we'll you know these days getting a book published is not quite as difficult as it might have been you know the, right uh, the, and- in the past and it may be interesting to be able to have a book the way Nopsy did. You might be able to use it yourself as a fundraiser for something that you wanted to support. Right. And then you can tell the story uh, of why you've done it and just kind of have a narrative that holds it all together. This year, we decided to do this and kind of talk about it. I think it might be very, very interesting because you already have the recipes. You already have the photos and things that often are the obstacles of putting together a book and all of that exists. It might be a lot of fun. And also part of what it does too, besides the recipes and besides the chefs and the restaurants, it's documenting the photographers who do the layouts and all of the things that are an important part of the industry that often people are unaware of and uh, people go on to do other things and oh they they did this at one point or they did that I I think it's a really important document I think it's really great to have it as a you know in the in the archive so that people can access it but um, you know it still also might be an interesting book I, I I personally love the idea of the way not you know the Nopsy book was published as a fundraiser and yeah. that way it, it gives you something where you know you don't want to go into the book publishing business yourself because then you're really distracted but if if it has a, a, a reason to exist to do good then well it may, maybe it's something where we would do it and, and it would be a fundraiser for some culinary exactly. related mm-hmm. um activity of some sort. yeah yeah mm-hmm. now look I, I we have talked about it and i've thought about it and it's just another one of those things you know we the, i will say i think you're right that a lot of the heavy two, two things a lot of the heavy lifting has been done because we do have the recipes and we do have the photography and we do have different themes almost lays out naturally by chapter and i think when you look back it's probably more meaningful than when you're kind of doing it day to day it's just like mm-hmm. yeah well, let's get this one done and all right what, what do I do next? It's just finding the time to do it. And, you know, maybe, maybe we'll do it in the next year. Maybe, maybe, maybe your, uh, your, uh, suggestion will, uh, get me focused on it. And after I figure out what to do for next year. I, but also I'm, I'm, I think that the fact that it has gone on for so long, you know, if you'd done it one year and then stopped, it probably wouldn't have a great deal of significance but this you what you have accumulated is just really really interesting important 
think of the food trends that it, it probably reveals and how food has changed and and how even the restaurants in New Orleans have changed over this period of time. I mean, it's like a quarter of a century. So it's really established a whole lot. Yeah. Well, it's like I said, it has been a, a certain amount of work, uh-huh. but it's been a lot more fun than work. And I say that because I'm the one that gets to generally have fun with it and other people have to do the work. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Not entirely. I mean, I do have to get it going at the beginning, but I mean, it takes a village and a lot of people work on it every year to, you know, pull together the, the, the recipes and the photography and the layout, the design and the list, but the end result's worth it. And so do you know of any other companies that do anything like this around the country? No, I don't think so. I mean, I'm sure it's not that novel. I mean, everybody likes food and likes raspberries. I don't know of anybody that's done it as kind of a consistent mm-hmm. effort. But I, I mean, I, I'm not, that's not what we intended to do. I mean, I'd like to say, you know, we sat down and we had this charade or we had this brilliant idea. I had this brilliant idea. And, man, this is going to be the coolest thing. We're not very good at newsletters. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> so what do we do? How do we get this thing out there? Let's, hey, we still want to make our announcements, but let's do it about food. And that just, so other people might do it. I think other people, you know, I think if you look at marketing these days, people do try to get your attention with things other than the yeah. core business. Yeah. And so when you're down here, I mean, Food's just the natural thing that we all gravitate to, regardless of what else we're doing. Right. You know, you have all companies that have crawfish boils. I mean, that's, boy, what does that have to? Yeah. No, no, it's totally true. So, yeah. You know, food, food's the piece that, that binds us together. It always has been. And it's true, I'm sure, everywhere in the world. I mean, you look at all the Anthony Bourdain stuff and it's so cool. And that's what his is really about, not right. where he is, it's how food is. The, the, the unifier or whatever but I'd like to think and I do think New Orleans it's you know not it notched up a bit in terms of how important food is and how it ties everybody together it's it, our collective history it's our it's where we have fun it's you know so it's you know for, for me it's this is it's a labor of love and and I do think it benefits corporate realty but I'm going to keep doing it regardless well I, I think it's a it's a wonderful document that you have created unintentionally or intentionally. And uh, thank you so much for donating all of that archive to our archive, because I think that it will be something that people look at in the same way that I think they look at the Nopsy collection. And there's just so much to be gleaned from it and things that you didn't intend to, to document, but mm-hmm. got documented. And so you just do it because this is timely. And then that tells us, oh, five years ago, this was an important thing or whatever year it happened to be. Yeah. And, and that inadvertence actually tells us something, which is uh, also, I think, important. So thanks so much. Thank you. And thanks for being on the podcast. All right. I enjoyed it. Good luck with everything. Happy Passover and happy Easter. Same to you. Bye-bye. Take care. Thanks for listening to Tip of the Tongue. 
part of the Nitty Grits Network of the Southern Food and Beverage Museum in New Orleans. Learn more and subscribe to this and other podcasts at southernfood.org or wherever you listen to podcasts. Find us on Facebook on Nitty Grits Podcasts. I'm Liz Williams. Thanks for listening.